Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of continuity of awareness, specifically in meditation. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so let's talk concentration. I think so many of the things that people are looking for, stress reduction, inner peace, more calm, better listening skills, all of these things could be accomplished with greater concentration. And a lot of people go into a meditation practice looking for some of those things, but also with the expectation that concentration will develop. And it does. It is one of the things that happens in the meditation practice. But concentration will only develop with continuity of awareness. Meaning, if you're doing the meditation, let's say you're focusing on your breath. You're focusing on your breath for 30 seconds, and then the mind wanders off for 20 seconds, and then you come back and you get a little bit of breath focus and the mind wanders off for a while again. The longer those gaps and the more frequent those gaps, the less you're going to develop concentration, which might seem pretty straightforward. But if a lot of us look at our meditation practices, well, a lot of that time can be spent off mind wandering and, you know, little doses of, okay, now I'm here right now. And where the acceleration of the practice really starts to happen is when you can catch your mind wandering sooner and bring it back sooner. And I would argue that many people who haven't seen advancements in their meditation practice or a sense of it deepening or something shifting or uh, really deep states of, of peace and ease and relaxation, uh, all of that move through the body. Uh, if you haven't experienced that in your meditation practice, there's a, a good chance you haven't gotten to this place yet where you can really monitor when the mind wanders off and, and be able to reconnect to where you are right now. Because as you do that, as you get one moment of awareness followed by another, followed by another, followed by another, followed by another, this force of concentration starts to develop in the mind. A one-pointedness of mind starts to develop. And that creates a, a, a collection of attention, a, a natural tranquilizing effect for the mind, pacifying effect for the mind. And you'll notice as that concentration deepens in your mind, there are these different waves of relaxation that move through the body as well. So that, that stillness of mind translates into a stillness and an ease of the body. And it can just get deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's one of the first times that you realize, oh, wow, so much, if not all of my happiness is happening right here in my mind, just by how I direct my attention, just by how I stabilize my attention. I can feel this deep fulfillment, this thing that I think I can only get outside of me or when my relationship improves or when I, I get the job or when this or that or 
the other thing happens. It's like, wow, no, it, it can actually be right here. And it, it totally reorganizes your relationship to life and the pursuit of happiness and well-being. And so the, the main takeaway I want for this episode is, well, two things. One, if you haven't started a meditation practice, then this might be a good time to do so. I'll share the follow-up resources at the end that if you want to get some guided meditations, you can. But most of mine you can find out at mindfulness.com. And if you do have a meditation practice, this is an encouragement to really start to pay closer attention to those moments of mind wandering. If you have 10 minutes of practice, how much of that time is really spent on your object of awareness? on the breath, on the body, focusing on sound. And spend some time maybe simplifying your practice. Really just give yourself one thing to focus on, such as the uh, 100 breaths for 100 days. We talked about that a number of episodes ago, where you just sit down, you just try and focus on 100 breaths. It takes about 12 or so minutes. But really being diligent about creating a continuity. I, I count my breaths Usually, you know, if I'm doing a 30-minute or 45-minute meditation, in the early stages of that meditation, I'll always count my breaths. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. And I'm focusing on my breath with a sense of curiosity. You don't want it to be forceful. You want the attention to be collected and invited onto the thing that you're focusing on. That's how you, you do start to develop concentration, just through a sense of ease and interest in what you're experiencing. But simultaneously, you have to monitor um, those split-second moments where the mind goes off or it starts to get foggy or you're focusing on your breath and then it just seamlessly transitions into the next movie you want to watch on Netflix. And that can happen and it can go a minute without you realizing it. But that, that's a precious minute that, you know, you forgive yourself when you notice it and then you come back. But we really want to try and reduce that over time to 10 seconds, to 5 seconds, to preferably 1 second, less than 1 second. And when you can get to that place where my wander, nope, back to the breath. My wander, oh, back to the breath. My wander, back to the breath. Now you're really getting some momentum for concentration to deepen. So one intention you can make going into your next practice, let's say you are going to do something like, a hundred breaths, just see if I could focus on a hundred breaths, really make the intention for there to be continuity of those 100 breaths. It's a very hard thing to do. So, you know, don't let this be the ground for further judgment, frustration, tension, and self-hatred, because that would be antithetical to the practice. Uh, instead, just see it as like a fun challenge that, that um, employs your awareness a little bit more intimately into the moment. Okay, let's really see if we could focus on one breath all the way up to 100 without getting uh, lost in our thoughts, without getting distracted. And when we do get distracted, to bring it back within half a second. And that intention itself should be really helpful. And so it, what I like to think about is, about 90%, 80 to 90% of my awareness is on the thing I'm focusing on. But the other percentage of my awareness is monitoring for that moment. It's like waiting for that moment when the mind is wandering off and then it's a playful, gotcha. 
and then back to the breath. So most of the attention there, but another part of my awareness, just waiting for that moment where it wanders off. Gotcha. Back to the breath. And that could be really helpful. And, and one other thing to note is that that continuity that, uh, that you can start to develop, it's usually pretty easy or up until, you know, minute one, minute two, even up to minute three. But once you start getting beyond that, once you start getting beyond like 20 breaths, the time it takes to do 20 breaths or three minutes in general, the mind can start to get a little foggy, especially as concentration deepens. It's a very interesting thing. Concentration starts to deepen, but the mind can get a little sleepy, can want to drift off. You feel a sense of ease in your body. You lose some of the awareness that was helping you concentrate. So I've always felt this as um, waves within the practice. If it's a, a 30 minute meditation, there's like a wave around the three to four minute mark that if, if I can really stay extra present through that period where the mind wants to really go off someplace else, it gets foggy and I bring that into focus and I stay with it, there's a deepening and you can feel it. You feel it in the mind, you feel it in the body and then concentration deepens and you get that for like another three or four minutes, uh, sometimes a little bit longer. And then the mind can get foggy again. Uh, and, and that fogginess is usually a sign of the concentration collecting itself even more. And if you could stay through that, it's really hard because you're the, the thing that's getting foggy is also the thing you're using to monitor the fogginess and the distraction. So it really requires a, a lot of awareness and presence. But if you could get through that next wave, another deepening in the body, in the mind. And then it, it just continues on like that. And there are all these layers. Um, and I, I call it a wave because that's what it feels like. It just feels like uh, uh, just something like a wave crashing, but settling. It's just this wave of ease that overcomes your body. And, and that's the power of concentration. And, uh, you know, you do 10 minutes like that. 20 minutes like that, 30 minutes like that, could really impact the rest of your day. You'll notice these uh, spontaneous moments of ease that just arise seemingly out of nowhere. But they're not out of nowhere. It's because you've really started to train your mind and something is opening up and you're starting to access that uh, innate joy that is um, inherent to the big mind, not the small mind, not the chattering neurotic mind, but the mind that is much more spacious. So something to continue as you continue on the journey of your own meditation practice or as you consider developing your own meditation practice. If you would like some guided meditations to get you going, one, you can find all of mine on mindfulness.com and you can also text your email address to this number, plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. And that will send you an automated email with a handful of meditations that, uh, that you can use to get started on your journey. All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. And take care. Just a reminder that I am doing a master class on the experience of feeling lost. That will be January 26th. 7 to 8.30 p.m. We'll be diving into practices, mindset shifts, perspectives 
that help us feel more oriented to our life rather than this feeling of being stuck or how did I get here or what's coming next. I'll share what's really worked well for me. And as with all of these master classes, it's a tends to be a ridiculously thorough overview of a particular topic. And so you'll get a follow-up resource page with all different recommendations. And so if this is something you're feeling right now, a sense of being lost, or it's a topic you're just curious about, maybe you've experienced it in the past or want to know how to work with it in the future, then it might be a good masterclass to attend. All the details are at coreymascara.com forward slash masterclass. Link will also be in the show notes, and you don't need to attend live. So if you want the recording to listen to later, just make sure you register beforehand. Thanks a lot. Hope to see you there, and take care.